0: Thanks that you give good gifts to everyone that you've created. Lord, you've you've given us great gifts, and you've given us some special ones here in our church community, our local church community. Thanks for the chance here to pause, to just think about and remember and celebrate together some of the good things you're doing in our midst, that you are working in people's lives, that you are active really active in people's lives today, and we take a pause here to celebrate and thank you and praise you for how you are active in our midst. In your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. We actually have a kid sermon this morning, so if you're a kid, come on up. Uh, Sarah Tweet's going to do that for us this morning. If you have younger than, I don't remember what we say, three or four parents, feel free to join them up here to help them out with maybe They need wiggle control.
1: Good morning, you guys. Wait till everyone gets up here. It's fun to see you this morning. So as Pastor Pat said and Anthony said, today is Celebration Sunday. But I have a question for you guys first. What are some things that we like to celebrate who has something in their life that they like to celebrate? Yes, Rachel. Christmas. You know what? That's a good one. You like to, What do you like to celebrate, Tia? I
2: would do Christmas.
1: You like Christmas, too? What do you like to celebrate over here? Easter. Yeah, Easter. Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Yes, that's a good one. Jude, what do you like to celebrate?
2: Jesus. You like
1: to celebrate Jesus? We're getting so many good church answers here today, guys.
2: Birthdays.
1: Birthdays. We have a song that we even sing on birthdays, right? Who likes to celebrate things with trophies? Ooh, yeah. Like if you win a championship. Who do you celebrate if you win with championship? Who do you celebrate with? Your family? Who do you celebrate with, Aria? God. Celebrate with God? I, I would probably celebrate with my team. I mean, I truthfully, I'm going to be honest. I should probably thank God first. But if I'm winning a championship, which I've actually never done, um, I would be like, yay, team, hooray. We're all together. Has anyone... Just a minute, Taya. Yes, Lars. Celebrate um, your team. Celebrate your team. Yep. Yep. Sometimes... After you celebrate with your team, what do you wear? A medal. Show everyone what you're celebrating, right? Pretty exciting. Now, I have a question for you. You've given me a lot of good Sunday answers God, Jesus, Easter, Christmas. Here's a tricky question. I usually have one tricky question, so I'll be thinking hard. Does God like to celebrate things? But do we know about God? How do we know that God likes to celebrate or doesn't like to celebrate? If you haven't answered, you could raise your hand. Oh, what do you say, Jude? What is God? God does like to celebrate. You're right. Jude is right. God does like to celebrate. And he likes to celebrate with his family or his team. And that's us. Look around here. This is what we call a church family, but you know what? Sometimes it's easier almost to think of it like your team, right? We play a lot of sports in my house, and our teammates are the people that we work hard with and we celebrate with, and God would be like the captain of our team, right? So what is the Bible? It's God's letter to us, right? It tells us about him. Look, Just this morning, Sawyer asked me why I was putting all these pink things in here. See all those little markers? Those are places that I could think of just off the top of my head that God celebrated with his team. From the very beginning of the Bible, what's the very first book in the Bible? Does anyone remember?
2: Genesis. Yes,
1: Genesis. The very beginning of the Bible, from the very, very beginning to the very, very end. Do we remember what the last book of the Bible is? Think hard, tricky questions. We've been practicing our books of the Bible downstairs. Do you know it? Okay. What's the last book of the Bible?
3: Revelation.
1: Revelation. From the very beginning of the Bible to the very end of the Bible. We can find places where God and God's people have celebrated. Okay? I'm gonna read a couple verses about celebration. One of them's from Genesis. What happened in the very beginning of the Bible? I'm on the second page. God created the heavens and the earth, right? And then listen to this. By the seventh day, God had finished the work he had been doing. So on the seventh day, he rested. He rested from creating all that he had done. And he saw that it was good. He celebrated the work he had done, and he saw it was good. Do we remember Moses? He got a lot of rules from God. In the rules that he got from God, Pastor Pat told us about this. God told us to celebrate together. Do we remember on Wednesday nights? What book are we talking about on Wednesday nights? Sorry. Acts. Yes, we're talking about Acts. Who are the people that we're learning about in Acts? The very first church, right? They got together, and let me see if you guys remember this verse. Are you ready? They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to fellowship, and the breaking of bread, and to prayer. Everyone was filled with the wonders and signs performed by the apostles. They were together and had everything in common. What if you were just like hanging out with your friends all the time, talking about the good things that were happening? That's what God's people were doing. And all the way to Revelation, in the end of the Bible, the very last book, It talks about how, how God was being celebrated, okay? So you guys, today, what team are we on? We're on Team Cottonwood, right? We're a team and family together, and we're going to celebrate some things that are, we're gonna, that are good. Are we going to wear medals when we leave here? No. Are we going to have a trophy when we leave here? No, but what will we feel in our heart? What will be on our faces? A smile and joy from celebrating with our team, okay? Let's pray, so close our eyes and fold our hands. Father God, we thank you that you gave us example after example after example in the Bible of, first of all, you celebrating, you commanding us to celebrate, early church celebrating, the hope of celebrating with you again in the future from the book of Revelation. We thank you that we can celebrate today together as a family um, and take a moment to remember the good things that you do. May we leave with joy in our hearts and a smile on our face celebrating you. In your name, amen. Um, and one last announcement. You guys can go back to your seats. As you're going back to your seats, I'm going to say one quick thing about Christmas. And that is, we will have a Christmas program this year, um, thanks to some wonderful volunteers. Um, We're going to meet for a couple of practices, and those days will come out. But the program is actually going to be on an evening, December seventeenth at 4 PM. We'll have an evening program with some refreshments afterwards. So we're looking forward to seeing all you guys be part of that, um, and more information will come out with practice dates and things like that. Okay.
0: Okay, I'm going to invite a friend, Tiffany Chambers, to come up here, and Tiffany has been uh, volunteering. I can't remember. You have to tell us how long, Tiffany at uh, a place that you will know formerly as the Women's Pregnancy Center, hopefully after today you'll know it as the Relate Care Clinic. They went through a name change and got their own facility recently. So I'm going to put that up there the whole time. So this is really hard. This is like for me mostly, like, so interviewing Tiffany will help me get this name right because it's been in our – this organization has been in our community quite a while. Um, But I asked if Tiffany would share a little bit with us um, about her involvement um, at Uh, women's, women's, formerly known as Women's Pregnancy Center, keep myself accountable, the Relate Care Clinic, and actually what she does is pretty connected to their name, Relate Care kind of symbolizes a bit of what she does, so she's served as a mentor, so mentor there. Tiffany, I'm wondering if you could start out by just telling us how did you get involved at the Relate Care Clinic?
3: Yeah, so just being on social media and seeing posts about like pro-life, pro-choice, or pro-abortion, I just was inspired to be active rather than just words or posts. I wanted to put my faith into action and be hands-on with people in need in our community. So
0: So could you tell us a little bit about what what your involvement has been as a mentor? What is being a mentor involved? How how does that look?
3: Yeah, so I meet weekly with clients. I usually have um, two clients at a time and we um, they choose a topic to learn about, so there's probably hundreds of topics to choose from in subjects anywhere from parenting, pregnancy, um, labor and delivery, life skills, relationship skills, and um, there's a video associated with it, so 10 to 20 minute video, and then a discussion afterwards, and kind of a um, like little answer sheet um, quiz, and then a homework, and, um, and then we um, go over kind of a spiritual application if they're open to that, um, and then pray together. And um, just kind of also relate you know how the baby's doing, how our appointment's going, um, how's life kind of connecting on that relationship level. so
0: And what would you say for you has been one of the most satisfying parts of that mentoring experience?
3: Just really connecting deeply with clients we the mentor mentee relationship is generally months to years, and so, rather than kind of a shallow helping others, it's a really deep helping others. And so really connecting with these women and families and um, really forming a relationship and helping them. So.
0: so if you're seeing a picture, Relate Care Clinic, mm-hmm. with what, how Tiffany is involved here at the clinic. Um, can you? I, I'm wondering if there might be anything that's been surprising to you about serving as a mentor.
3: I think probably the most surprising thing is one client who I've had a relationship uh, with that has carried on past the mentee-mentor relationship um, with the pregnancy center um, that has continued on and just seeing her faith grow and really seeking Jesus. So that's been a pleasant surprise and a wonderful um, friendship that's been close to my heart.
0: That's so cool. That's kind of connected to my one of my last questions, which was uh, one of what we're trying to do at Cottonwood and one of our our mission statement is to help people find and follow Jesus. So I'm curious if there's anything more you could say about how maybe you've seen that come to fruition in your work as a mentor.
3: Yeah, so each video, it's not a you know, Christian video per se, it's educational, but then kind of a piece that ties into it afterwards is, um, a spiritual, how it relates spiritually, you know, to your life. And so most people that are my clients, um, just kind of listen for that part and don't say much or don't chime in much. Um, and then, but most of them do, um, have prayer requests. And so we pray out loud for those together. And, um, and so, but really there's been one, um, client that has really sought out Jesus after, we've discussed for you know months and then now years and um so seeing her faith grow has been really rewarding
0: that's awesome um is as you got involved with mentoring i'm curious if as in doing that have you seen that as a way that god's been able to use any of your gifts talents experiences passion life experiences in the midst of that
3: Um, Yeah, my experience as a mother, I have an 11- and a 9-year-old, and um, of course I've um, utilized that wisdom. Of course, I'm still gaining wisdom from many of my (laughs) brothers and sisters (laughs) in Christ, but um, being able to share the wisdom I've gained from that. And then also as a nurse, I'm a NICU nurse at True, and so I've um, been able to share some nursing wisdom and then also help clients feel at ease or recommend certain providers that I've worked with closely and... um, Highly recommend. And so.
0: Awesome. Is there anything else you'd want to share that has been sort of like, as you reflect on your experience as a mentor, that has just had a positive impact in your life?
3: Yeah. Um, I mean, helping others is always just a really positive experience and uplifting, and it really brings me a lot of joy to see um, these babies and moms growing and these families just really developing and learning as much as they can to try to um, be the best parent that they can. Um, and so just being, you know, being somebody that helps them, walk alongside them in a time that's probably difficult. They most aren't, they weren't planning this pregnancy, didn't expect it, it's, you know, a hardship or it's um, challenging for them just with limited resources. So um, being able to walk alongside them and help them and see the joy of their growing babies and families is really a blessing to me.
0: Awesome. Thank you for sharing. This is a celebration story. Uh, You may not have known that. I didn't know much of that. But I heard a little bit about Tiffany's involvement in this. So we'd like to celebrate things that you're involved in, everyday life, more often. My guess is just like Tiffany didn't come to me and say, Hey, I'm doing this cool thing. Would you like to hear about it? Although there was a question back and forth that we had. That's how I learned about it. I'm just giving you permission. Out your friends to me. If you know of one of your friends or maybe a family member that's involved somewhere in the community that you think this is worth celebrating, because hearing story that how Tiffany is involved at Relate Care is inspiring to us to how we can also be a part of uh, serving in the community, helping people find and follow Jesus. So please feel free. I give you permission, even if they wouldn't want to be outed. I mean, you can ask permission, obviously, but we'd love to celebrate their stories and we won't force, I didn't force Tiffany, I asked would she and she was very gracious and said I'd love to share. So, we'd love to celebrate more. Tiffany, thanks for sharing with us. We have some more celebrating to do in the form of baptisms.
4: Yeah, baptisms, sweet. Couple quick verses here just to orient us with what baptism is about, in case we need some refreshment on that. And Matthew 28, uh, Jesus said to his disciples, Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all all things i command you, Lord, I'm with you always, even to the end of the age. That's the mandate, that's the command for baptism. And in Romans chapter 6 verse 4 it says, therefore we were buried with him through baptism into death that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father even so we also should walk in newness of life. And so this gives us the mode of baptism which is immersion, underwater signifying our identification with Christ and his death of course burial and then the resurrection we come up again and that's the message, is that we identify with Christ, and baptism is a public statement that we are uh, following Jesus. Very simple, yet very profound. And that's all i got to say about that. So we have two, uh, two young people who are going to get baptized here today. And ladies first, uh, Brooke Evans will share her story first, and then her mom's going to do the baptizing. There you go right up to your mouth because if you don't,
2: I'll come over and remind you. Hi, my name is Brooke. I'm 15 years old. I got saved in fifth grade and that was the time that I sort of started to understand the significance of being saved and believing in God. I felt distant from God, like I had said these words, but they had no meaning. This summer, God spoke to me in a dream. In this dream, I found out that God was coming back the next day. I didn't know how I how I knew this, I just did So I ran around town trying to get people to follow God and being saved. Then I woke up and a voice said in my head, why don't you live like this every day? That was really powerful to me. So I asked myself, why? Why don't I live like this every day? The answer was, I was scared. I was scared of what people will think of me for being Christian. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Isaiah 41.10 says, I realize I don't want to be scared anymore. I want to live my life for Christ and show the world that I'm not scared anymore. My verse is Romans 6.23. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. I want to get baptized because I don't want to be scared anymore.
4: And if family members or friends, if anybody wants to get closer and take pictures or video, you sure may. And next is Emmett, Emmett Arntzen.
2: Hello, my name is Evan Arntzen. I'm nine years old and in fourth grade and do homeschooling. I'm very lucky to live in a Christian home and able to learn about Jesus. Sometimes I've been mean to my siblings, especially my sisters. When playing kickball, I get angry at them. When this happens, I, feel, I always feel guilty about it afterwards. One day I prayed with my sister, I went into accepting Jesus in my heart. I sometimes still get upset, but pray to God to help me. A life verse I like is Jeremiah twenty-nine thirteen: You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. My salvation verse is John fourteen sixteen. I will ask the Father and he will give you another counselor. I want to be baptized today to show everyone I have Jesus in my heart.
4: Praise the Lord for that. That is so wonderful. Never can have too many celebrations like baptisms. Another celebration we're going to share now together corporately is uh, communion. We, we do this typically once a month and communion is uh, the Lord's Supper is uh, us remembering what Jesus Christ has done for us Died for us, forgave us of our sins, and Jesus Himself uh, instituted the Lord's Supper communion. And it's it's something we are we tend to be forgetful people, and this is a way where we can again reorient ourselves, uh, remembering what Jesus has done for us until He comes again. Because once He comes again, we'll be with Him forever. We won't need communion anymore as a reminder. And uh, uh, visitors. As long as you are in Christ, you're welcome to join us in communion as well in this church family. Would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, we thank you for these wonderful celebrations. Thank you for these baptisms we just witnessed. Bless those too as they forge forward in life. Thank you Heavenly Father for the simple message of baptism. We thank you also for Uh, communion, the Lord's Supper, the remembrance of Jesus Christ. Thank you Jesus for dying on the cross for our sins, rising from the dead. Thank you that our sins are forgiven in you. And we just uh, remember this, remember you in this, in Jesus' name. Amen.